Hi, you're about to listen to an episode of Borough Talks, a podcast from Borough Market. A very, very warm welcome to you. We're going to be bringing you a series of conversations around food and food culture with some inspiring guests and leading voices from the food industry. I'm your host, Angela Clutton. I really hope you enjoy listening to this episode of Borough Talks. And if you do, you can subscribe for more from us. Hello, everybody, and a very, very warm welcome to this edition of Borough Talks. I'm Angela Clutton, your host, uh, and back in the hosting chair. If you haven't listened to the last one, I was a guest, which was a slightly odd but joyous experience with lovely Itamar Shrulevich. Um, but I'm back as host um, with three people who have played a huge part in my life over the last year. So very, very nice to be in the room with them. I'm here with uh, Liz Goff, who is a publisher. Hi, Liz. Hello. Hi, Hi. Angela. Love to see you. Kim Lightbody, photographer. Hi. And Dave Brown, designer. Hello. And why are we here? Why are these three people so important to my life in the last year? It's because we have been only part of the team working on the new Borough Market cookbook, Borough Market The Knowledge, which is we're talking on October 25th. The book is out in two days' time. How exciting is that? I know. Thank you, Dave. That's very good. <laughs> <laughs> it's very exciting to be out in two days. But we have all been working on it for, well, as I say, you know, the last year, this time last year we were shooting. Yeah. This a week. human has been made since. Yeah. Yes, we yes, last, yes. Since exactly, filming. exactly, exactly. Lovely Kim. Um, so we're going to talk about how our book came together. But I also thought it would be really interesting to talk about how cookbooks in general come together. Because I think... People love cookbooks and I think it's interesting to kind of, you know, just get a little bit the sense of why some books get made and then what is the process of doing that so they end up in people's kitchens. Um, but let's just start off with a little bit about who you all are and what you each do. Liz, I introduced you as publisher, but you're publisher for Hodder and Stoughton. That's right. Tell us a little bit about what that what that means. Okay, so I, I oversee the um, lifestyle publishing uh, at Hodder, which comprises a whole range of topics from cookbooks, as we're obviously going to talk about today, and other lifestyle books, um, but also a whole gamut of self-help, personal development, all in that area of non-fiction, very trend-led uh, books that have a, a what we call in the industry a long tail, so they will last, they will endure, mm-hmm. they, they will stay on people's shelves for a long time. Um, and we have uh, a whole range of authors from brands like Borough Market um, to, you know, individuals who are writing their very first book. So it really is a very broad span. And you choose which books get made? Well, it's not just me. <laughs> my, my, I'm lucky in my role in that I get to see the, the proposal when it comes mm-hmm. in, um, often from a literary agent, um, sometimes from, uh, from an author direct. And we will um, consider that uh, proposal and that material as a team. So I will take something forward to our publishing meeting and say why I think it's a good idea, why we should be publishing it, what the market looks like, um, how it compares with other titles. And then we'll discuss it with our sales, marketing, publicity colleagues. Fantastic. Um, we're going to get into all of that in much more detail because I think that it's really interesting about which books which get chosen to be made because there's a lot of people out there who would like to do a book and love to do mm. a cookbook and there are lots of amazing cookbooks out there. Um, lovely Kim, our photographer. Mm-hmm. Um, tell us a little bit about what you do. So I do photography for a similar kind of array of books. So it's cookbooks, um, can be kind of more craft-led gardening, a whole kind of mix nowadays that tend to come from the same publisher that kind of 
branch out yeah. and um are cookbooks a big part of what you do yeah i'd say it's probably about 60 percent cookbooks uh-huh. um and it's really nice having that mix yeah. i think yeah. um it's kind of nice to go out on location and then come back and do a, a studio shoot or it kind of the variety keeps it fresh yeah which we absolutely did you know, lots of for this well, this book in particular yeah, kind yeah. of covered everything. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And Dave, our designer, what's well, what is being a, a book designer, cookbook designer? Well, I'm not just a cookbook designer. I know, but, but you are. Like the, Kim, you are for this. I kind of yes, I am. No, sorry. go on. You um, are. I probably it's probably about sixty percent of my oh, okay. about the similar kind of uh, similar kind of breakdown, but various different types of books. But not only just books. I do a lot of brand work, and I'm also a photographer as well. Um, but yeah, this was a really great project, really interesting. I've always loved Borough Market, and uh, yeah, it was good to get get involved and be a member of the team. Yeah, um, all these jobs obviously fundamental to putting a book, putting a cookbook together. As is an author, which I have the huge pleasure and privilege of being able to say that I am. Although it's a slightly mixed thing to say that because the traders are the authors as much as I am, um, because our book. It is a recipe book, but it's also so much more than that it is. And this is one of the challenges, I think it's fair to say, that we encountered on the way doing it, that we were bringing together so many aspects of the market. It was the recipes, but also it was about the knowledge the traders have and also wanting to evoke a feeling of what the place is. And so we were we were trying really hard to kind of hit three things. And I, you know, I really think we absolutely did all that, but it was... Uh, very much kind of bringing together of things. We're going to come on to the detail of Borough Market Knowledge and how it came together and have our sort of slight therapy session about all those experiences. But I just want to think about the genesis of the book. Liz, you touched on the commissioning Hmm. of. For anyone who's listening who has a burning desire to do a cookbook, Hmm. what would you say to them are the things to do that might give them a a flying chance of having their book commissioned? Gosh. Um, I would advise them to look carefully at what already exists in the marketplace to do their research and to think about what gives their book a point of difference what Mm -hmm. makes it special what does it offer that other books don't don't offer um and also to think about um to think about their story because often it's the narrative story the person's own journey that can inform Inform the book, inform the recipes. Um, so, so often bringing yourself into the frames is important as well because it makes your your book special mm. and different. Um, I would also think about your your platform, um, and I would think about how you might want to to, to build that, um, and whether that's through doing word of mouth supper clubs or whether that's building an Instagram account yeah. or whether that's um, just really doing lots of sort of outreach and um, getting involved in the foodie scene that exists in London, um, for example, or another major city, not just London, I should say. Um, so I think it really is about thinking not just about the book itself, but about how you would position it in the market and then how you would how you would sell it ultimately. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you talking about um, having the team and you know, propose things that people mm. do. How important is it for you that someone comes through an agent? Um, 
It really depends on what the project is. Um, agents are obviously a, a fantastic way for us to discover new talent that we may not be aware of. And um, they also are very helpful in all stages of the process from, you know, negotiating a contract to agreeing a cover mm. and working on the on the book together. But we do have authors on our list who, who don't have agents. Um, and sometimes that can be through a direct approach from a from an editor to somebody who looks potentially interesting and we say, you know, have you thought about writing a book? And we start that conversation. Um, and sometimes it can be um, direct direct approaches. Those um, are, are fewer, I would say. There are, there are fewer of those. Um, so the cat books really can come from anywhere. Sometimes we'll identify a topic, you know, a trend. Everyone's suddenly talking about yeah. X or Y and we'll think we need to find somebody. Yeah who's well placed to write about yeah. that so agents are important but we have other routes to 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 book projects as well yeah uh so someone's got through all the hurdles and the excitement of mm. having their book commissioned mm. for you what mm. happens next for so, you with that book and that author for, for me so i would so there would be a, a big planning session basically if, it, if it's a cookbook Let's mm -hmm. let's say obviously there was a lot of planning that goes into photography, design, mm. um, all of the pieces, test it, testing the recipes, which usually lies with the authors to 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 do that. But we would have a, a planning meeting with our production team as well in house and start to map out key dates. So when are we going to shoot? Mm. Um, when do we expect to see first layouts? When are we going to think about the cover? It's just like a huge jigsaw puzzle, really, mm. is the best way mm. uh, to describe it um, from my perspective. Mm. And it's making sure that everybody is looped in at all stages so that everybody knows what is happening when and getting to those sort of first layouts, which are um, first page designs that we can then share with our sales teams who are starting already to, you know, they'll already be saying, right, we need layouts. When are we going to get those? Yeah. They'll use those in their sales presentations and then we'll get to the cover, which is another discussion. We'll have our, yeah. our our cover. That will go also to sales teams. We'll get feedback, and that'll be a discussion with the agent and author. Um, so it really is, from the from the get-go, having a great big kind of grid <laughs> and plotting yeah. plotting a deadline, ending with a when the files go to repro. Yeah. So that's when they go to the repro house to check all of the colour. And then after that happens, there might be minor adjustments to some of the photographs, for example. Then we go to print. Although I was very, very sternly told when the files were going to repro, no more changes, Angela. <laughs> Nothing can change after this. Well, <laughs> which yeah. was fair. Which was fair. That's so. mainly because I was crying on the end of the phone. Please, <laughs> please. Please tell them to stop <laughs> asking for things. I'm oblivious of all yeah. of this bit. There is, there is a lot of to and fro, inevitably, yep. because it's a big project with a lot of moving parts and a lot yep. of people. Yeah. Um, this is the third Borough Market book and the second Borough Market cookbook. So the first book, the Borough Market cookbook, uh, was written again in slight inverted commas because, um, again, it's very much uh, bringing together the market by Ed Smith, who's a wonderful food writer. And the second book was very different, not a cookbook. It was a history book called Edible History. It's done by Mark Ridaway. And all those books were done with you and yes. Hodgett. That's right. Smith. Yes, absolutely. But, yeah. but not with Dave and Kim. They were brought on this one yeah that's right yeah. we often do that where we have um repeat authors as we call them obviously authors who have more than one book um we will change up the team just yeah. it's a nice 
thing to do in terms of design and photography. You get a fresh eye, yeah. a fresh look. Um, yeah. So we often we often yeah. do, the, do that. And Kim, you and I had worked together before yes. on the shoot yeah. for the market. Um, we did a shoot for Sunday Roasts a couple of years ago on the absolute hottest day of the year. <laughs> I remember being in a kitchen. Like, so we are in the world's smallest studio and it's probably the same size as that kitchen we were doing that shoot in. Yeah, it? one oven. Oh, one oven. Doing Sunday roast after Sunday roast after Sunday roast. Oh absolutely goodness. melting. But it was. But the shots were gorgeous, as all your shots are, and it was a lot of fun. Um, and so it felt really lovely. And you'd done lots of other things for the market as well, I think, Market Life magazine. Yeah, I can't think how many years I've been shooting for that now it's been a good few and I always call it my my treat shoot it's the one that I always love doing every kind of couple of months it's kind of comes around and it's been we were chatting earlier just that don't really know anyone else that looks after you quite the way Borough Market looks after you they've been amazing and it's just I've met such amazing people each time through it as well. Yeah. I think that, that comes across in the work as well because I think nice. Kim's access to all of those traders and the amount of time you spent there and also you can tell that you've got a smile on your face when you're taking the pictures. It just comes oh. across. <laughs> that's really nice. Really, really well put. I think that's absolutely right. So it's a testament to how you're treated. Yeah. yeah. Everyone out there, mm. treat your designers and photographers nicely and you'll get nice products. Yeah, I think that's really <laughs> right. And also people want to go the extra little bit and yeah. do it. You know, I know... Kim, I think it's probably fair to say you spent a little bit more time down at the market shooting than was originally in your scope out when you were doing it. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> but yeah, you, you, we all really wanted to get it, you know, absolutely, absolutely right. And oh, that really, abs- yeah. really came across. It makes a difference. Yeah. To... So you'd done, so we'd done a couple of shoots together, um, not for a book, only for you know, kind of magazine stuff, and you'd done Market Life magazine. When you were approached about doing the book... Well, you tell I squealed me. a lot. <laughs> really? Okay, that's nice. Um, good, yes. squealing. good squealing. Good squealing? Good <laughs> squealing. Absolutely. It was, yeah, I mean, it felt a real honour, yeah. I guess, to be asked to do it. Yeah. And, and as we touched on before, quite different from other things because of the breadth of it. Talk to us about that, the breadth of what you were sort of setting out to achieve with the photography for this particular book. Yes, yeah, which is my favourite kind of book, one where you get to do kind of what I'd call almost like travel photography, where you're out meeting real people, photographing real scenarios, and then reflecting that in a bit more of a kind of staged, thought-through studio setup. When I'm doing interviews at the moment to talk about the book, I... I bang on an awful lot about how beautiful I think the book is, which I feel I can say because, you know, I, I didn't do those things. I worked with you on them. But you, know, you guys absolutely, we were just saying earlier, weren't we, listening, absolutely smashed the look of this book. And I do think the photography is completely stunning. The, the, mm. the, the market shots. Mm. The thing I've said a few times is I think you feel the market if you're someone who goes there a lot through through those photos. And if you've never been, you feel the market too. And I think that's a heck of a thing to achieve with it that whether you're really familiar with it or not that that connection is very much there but then to have the same person doing that who also then did the recipe shots very different in a studio much more contrived in a positive way you know we're all there staring over one little bit of parsley and like is it going to the left or the right you know very different from just walking through the market and snapping stuff as as you went but to have the same person doing it I think gave a lovely through line 
with the whole thing. Yeah, I think it it normally it it works well to have the two. I feel like it kind of makes more of a luxurious book as well to have yeah, yeah. a bit of a kind of another story going on. Yeah, alongside um, we talked as a whole team. Um, about the look of the photos with the recipes that we were going for. Talk to me, came about how those conversations... Little bit, th- this book, there are so many people involved in this book because it's the market as well as an author. But generally speaking, when you're planning recipe shots for a cookbook, how do those conversations work about what kind of style or look you, you're going to be achieving? Um, I guess that normally comes from the author or... Um in those early meetings as to mm. what, and the publisher mm. as well, what's been discussed as to what is wanted. And then it's a real kind of a massive team effort yeah. on top of that. And then I guess it's one of those things as well, because I'm just one little part, even on the shoot, mm. is you've got the food stylist, the prop stylist. Yeah. So you also don't know what you're going to get given yeah. until it's in front of the camera. Yeah. Um, so... In that way, there's so much that's out of your control and then it's that whole kind of, Mm. as you say, like the discussion and team effort around it that everyone kind of brings it together as something different. I I mean, yeah, at the top, we're part of the team that made this beautiful book. Talking about the recipe shoot, we had lovely Kitty Coles and Florence Blair who were the the food stylists and doing all the cooking. It's very nice to write all these recipes and I kept offering to help to cook and they were like, no, 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 don't help, don't help. (laughs) So I was just sort of sitting there just like, you know, filing my nails, watching all them kind of make all these recipes and things and then getting involved with how how they looked in the end result. But we did have a lovely, lovely team. Tabitha Hawkins, who did a wonderful props. So we were Thank you, Liz, for putting together an amazing team. They were an amazing team. And it was um, our project editor, Izzy, who um, pulled together that team. And she did a fantastic job. One of the key things we did at the beginning, I should mention, was a mood board. That's a really key Mm. part of the the kind of planning. um, Pulling together images and using those as your sort of, you know, inspiration. that was really key. Yeah, that was important. And I obviously, think, all of this fits. Then you just about to yeah, go on, yeah, because yeah. it all fits into design. Obviously, yeah. Just, yeah I just wanted to say something over. about Kim's challenges as well, because we spoke about it in those early meetings, where obviously the food shoot is very controlled, and you have you know a studio with beautiful light and uh, all of this kind of controlling elements. But the market's such an interesting place, and sh- certainly shooting it throughout that year. You know, some of those dark days that you turn up to shoot, and those tiny corners of 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 the market where you're trying to get a beautiful portrait of a trader, for instance, mm. and there's literally no light, or you're doing a step by step shot the of how to days exactly, and it's so hard. And, and I think still COVID, um, exactly. which was the other oh, yes. challenge and a, to and it. A massive challenge. Not have I, yeah, everyone in masks. I've worked on books a... that have had masks overload, and it is quite yeah. jarring. And mm. I think you managed. You would never tell by looking at that book. And I also feel like the consistency and. Uh, the kind of flow of the of the photography through the book really works. There's no kind of difficult. You can see there was no kind of difficulty in getting some of those shots. It's really good. I was just bigging you up, just giving you a big <laughs> up before I go on no. design, and then you can do the same. Got to be tight, got packed. That's very good. That's very good. I but can no, happily do that. That's all absolutely, absolutely right. And there's some of those shoot days at the market. They were they were hard actually, weren't they? As you rightly say, Dave. You know, when there's no light, and you're trying to get a trader who, you know, having their photo taken is rarely their favourite thing. 
And so you kind of, you work, and then you know, they're trying to kind of sell as well. And so you're trying, yeah. to, you're trying to juggle so many different mm. things to get something which also feels very real. Yeah, absolutely. So it is hard because it is, some people are obviously more awkward naturally than others as well. But again, it's one of those things I have to say is every trader was so sweet. Yeah. Like, yeah again, honestly, there yeah. wasn't one... One mm. grumpy trader. Yeah. They must be used there are to no having... grumpy traders <laughs> at the market, Gem. They must be so used to having their picture taken because, you know, you know obviously no one likes mm. taking their picture taken. It's most people's dread. Yeah. But you, everyone seems really photogenic. There's a couple in there that are way too photogenic. You're thinking, <laughs> hang on a minute, have you hired these guys in, girls in? Yeah. That's funny. So, Dave, our designer, I adore your books and so it was so chuffed when you came on board to do it so dave you um done saying the books but the dishoom book in particular at that point was the one which i felt really kind of spoke to what we wanted because if i felt with that book what we wanted for this that you gave it a real sense of place and that felt very important to achieve amongst everything else we're trying to achieve with knowledge that it, it wanted to feel that it was rooted in a place and that felt i mean is that you know that's a that, that felt a very natural aspect of your work. Yeah, thank you. Um, everyone references Dishoom, but again, a great team and, and a brilliant client. And I think... But it's no longer my favourite book of yours. Not yet, And ours is, but Rambutan. Your lovely book. Oh, Rambutan, Cynthia Shamulagingham. Is that right? Yeah, don't Close. ask me. Shamulagingham. Um, yeah. He was just about to open Rambutan at the market and Dave... Did the book. It was funny because oh. it, I kind of knew that that was simmering, but I was working on it at a similar time right. to Borrow. So it is. Um, it's one of those books. Yeah, it's a, it's a beast and, it's and everything great. else. Yeah. But you look at it and go, "That's that's a book. Mm. Can't wait to see it. Absolutely that's beautiful. That's a book. Yeah. Um, again, Cynthia's amazing. Great yeah. team. Amazing photographer. Yeah. yeah all, all Sri Lankan. Yeah. Yeah. But and again, tough times. You know, shooting travel photography in Sri Lanka, going through yeah. COVID and everything else that's happening there. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. yeah, really amazing. How many books, cookbooks, maybe particularly, would you be working on at the same time? How many were you working <laughs> on at the same time as ours? It depends. At the same time as ours, how many were you working on? Well, it it varies because oh, they really? last okay. a long time. They so do. I don't know. I think I do more than most people would take okay. on because I'm also not just doing books and yeah. other things happening. But four or five. Right. Wow. Uh, so talk us through how it went from how the design goes from Dave would you like to come work on the new bar market book to me hugging this absolutely beautiful <laughs> I bore the look of um, well I get approached by the publisher with a little email saying um, what's your availability because we really love to work on this book and then I look at what it is and I see it's bar market and I do a little squeal as well. <laughs> um, and I think what made me really excited about it was that it was very different it isn't just one single author doing uh, stories and recipes and all that that's great but this was so varied mm. and also having been an absolute obsession of mine going to that market every Saturday morning when I was living in London was just, you know, it was great. It's just so good. So email from the publishers, tell you what it is, and then you have those advanced meetings and you start to get a feel of what they're after and what you're after. And those mood boards all form part yeah. of the brief. Um, I think without bigging myself up too much is I never come to the table with a set style mm -hmm. or an idea of what I'm doing. I completely have to immerse myself in the author, in the brief, and then deliver what feels right. So I, I haven't got a set style, which is why hopefully my books look so different. Mm. Um, and I 
you know, take the, we have meetings, we discuss the brief and the mood boards, and then I usually um, start to immerse myself. So with Dishoom, I'd spent two or three days going around every single um, restaurant, mm. and i take photos, and i speak to people, and i get reference, and i you know, graphically, like when I went to the market, I just went down there for a couple of days on some very grey, dark days as well, uh-huh. but just getting shots of shapes, architecture, um, colours, typography, all that then go to um, put your own kind of visual mood board together off the back of the brief to then start to build a look and feel. Yeah. And you came to us with, I don't know, was it four or five kind of general ideas for how things might Well, what normally happens and what's always slightly, um, it varies from publisher to publisher. So I work with, I work with a lot of publishers so I'm and different places do it differently but the whole the big for me I always approach a book by its cover uh, it's mm. slightly there's something wrong about that but um, I do judge a book by its cover <laughs> in terms of it normally helps me set the kind of style and the look and feel that mm. goes through and it also sometimes can help you with things like chapter endings mm. um, chapter openings and end papers and things like that in terms of getting that consistent style of typography and, and look and feel throughout so um, I would normally approach it from a conceptual point of, with the cover, and I will, you know, I will sit down and have probably a week's exploration of trying different typefaces, different approaches. If we haven't had the shoots yet, I'll use kind of photography that's maybe from mm. the mood boards and start to put together some concepts. Mainly, what I'm trying to do is get that idea, and so like some of the ideas that that I came to you with, probably four or five. Mm. It may have been more in the initial mm. presentation that always goes to yeah. the publishers, and then I we edit that down. I know, and everyone does. Desperate to get my hands on those, and you're and always they just reluctant. Let me. You're always reluctant to tell the author that you've done. You're seeing three or four, but I've actually done fifty. I knew that. I knew that was the case. Because <laughs> you don't want to say that because every author really crossly at Lewis. Every author is going to say, "Well, I want to see them," and yes. a lot of authors go, "I definitely want to see yes. them." And I'm, and what's what's difficult for me is because I quite often strike up quite a close relationship with the authors because I need to get inside their head to, to know what they want. And also sometimes I'm shooting stuff. Mm. So like I've, with authors, I've gone and done travel photography. So you're spending time with these people. You become friendly with yeah. them. And um, and then they're like, can I see some covers? And you're yeah, like yeah. going to the publisher, I've done a cover presentation. Am I allowed to show the author yeah. yet? Yeah. So it is difficult, yeah, and sometimes I'm only teasing. I completely no, I get that. But they know what's they know what's right, and they have to talk to sales and everything how they're pitching it. And some are quite clearly me being um, a little bit ridiculous in terms of my conceptual design, graphic design head, and they go, "Yeah, it's lovely, but it's not right." So our cover is um, a shot, obviously you took Kim, um, of one of the traders holding a mushroom. Um, and it, it's an incredible shot um, of you know, his wonderful hand. And then a small delicate mushroom, and the colour of the mushroom is brought out. The lovely, it's lovely yellow, and that's kind of married. You have to buy the book and see it. It's you know, lovely married with the rest of the yellow on the cover. Mm. Um, and when, well, did you always think this was going to end up as being the cover, Dave? The shot jumped out at me right. when I was looking at them. I mean, it's, it's something you know. Some of the conceptual ideas were more graphic and more typographic yeah. and more textural. But then you always have to kind of do a photography route and when you've got such beautiful photography it's stupid not to and I loved the idea of the knowledge and a a trader holding that it felt Mm -hmm. like you are being told by that traders you know knowledge 
of what you can do with this mushroom yeah. <laughs> or how you should do with this mushroom. It's then meant to kind of have the traders holding you, guiding you through exactly. the knowledge. And so, it, so you open yeah. it with that. And especially to have that human element to mm. it. And also the colour, just from a point of view, that colour was so, mm. like, you yeah. just see that popping out on a shelf. Yeah. Because I was, I was on holiday when the, we did the Zoom with the covers on it. And I remember going back downstairs in the hotel and saying to my husband, yeah, there's, o- there's only one really. They're all oh, great, wow. but there's one. There's one that's it. Um, and I think we, we made that choice quite quickly collectively, I, I didn't we? I feel like we made it quite quickly. Yeah. Oh, yes, God. Um, it was very quickly. Yeah. Uh, well, not very quickly. I think but it was it, considered, but compared yes. to some of the other books I work on. I, I was yeah, going to say this same. Compared to some other books, yeah. yeah. I felt like we knew that was we we it. Because quite was often it. there'll yeah. be a photo that is the one that kind of they want to use, but it's not quite right. So it, then it's. That's interesting. Yeah. Going back and shooting it. Right up until exactly, the, and obviously that never happened with this. It's one funny you say that though, Kim, because right up until kind of close to the end, I thought someone at Hodder was going to say, "Yeah, it's great. Just need to take out the tattoos." No. Oh, interesting. And yeah. I was terrified of that happening, and I was all I was ready <laughs> for that. <laughs> you just braced yourself. There. I think I think you um, you made it quite clear of your love of tattoos from the second that you met any of. Do you know that never that that didn't come up. Really, that's great. I think everybody, as Dave just said, that that human element and the fact that it was um, a a spontaneous photograph, as in it wasn't staged. Also, is is the tattoo... No, it's hardly obvious. It's hardly obvious. Just Uh, Dave. Yeah, because he has the the turnip logo on his wrist, which... That I've never seen right it before someone's yeah. actual yeah. <laughs> so yes. that's dedication I feel like I should have the borough market <laughs> yeah. like, oh, most yeah. of the day have it like <laughs> tattooed it's on my arm do it. <laughs> <laughs> We've got, uh, we've got the publication tonight, yeah. party tonight, yeah. so yeah. maybe after, after the party. Few, yeah, after yeah, few, yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, for a single photograph, I think it does it achieves a lot. It does. And the colours, as you say, and the branding is very clear and it's very it's very enticing I think, yeah as a cover yeah but then i think it's fair to say i think if this was hard book to do a brilliant book could not be prouder of it but it was hard i feel because we were as we alluded to at the beginning we were trying to achieve so much we were trying to convey the sense of community and that very human thing that we've all just been talking about we were trying to get across a lot of knowledge and then we also wanted to have a lot of recipes because it's a recipe book, it's a cookbook, and also to have lots of lovely photos of the recipes because that's the way cookbooks work and you know, we wanted to be so visually beautiful. And marrying all that together, I mean, it was hard, wasn't it? Guys, it wasn't just me, that was quite yeah, hard. Yeah, it's not it a formulaic not. book. It's not like some books where you have a grid for your, I don't know, your introduction, your prelims, then you go into some storytelling and then you go into the recipes and it's very, you know, I try not mm. to make my books formulaic, but... They are just as a nature, you have to, for the reader. But with this, you wanted to get across the diversity of that information Mm. and the difference in that information, but also not have it look like um, a dog's dinner. You had to have some flow and some... And it's not a textbook. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, And you have to think about the reader and what they're doing and making sure they know where they are when they're there and making sure it's easy for them to find what they want and... Uh, to make it not look like you are going to be bamboozled with a lot of very difficult information, which I think you've done brilliantly from a 
editorial point of view, just yeah. the fact that you can dip in and out of that book and you can find a lot yeah. of information very quickly. Yeah, I think that's really right. And as you alluded to, Liz, you know, hats off to Izzy for all of her you know, work with Claire Ford at the market, especially on sort of you know, bringing all those aspects of it um, together, especially with me sort of breathing down their necks probably slightly. But we have you know, features with traders, we have Q&As with traders, and then we have these wonderful fives, like five radicchio varieties, five different cheeses, which you, you shot all of those, obviously. It was, yeah. Obviously shot them all, but I was, what I was going, trying to say was some of them we did as individuals, didn't we? And some of them we did as groups. Yeah. Yeah, another chance. And some were shot yeah. at the market and some were shot mm. in the studio. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I really wanted to have some of those big double page spreads of them, but obviously oh. trying to get legible for typography mm. yeah. in amongst that. So I had to nudge a few nice. things around. <laughs> but Sorry, we did, but, but I mean, no, it's no, amazing, it's, that uh, I, amazing that it worked as well as it did considering absolutely. we weren't kind yeah. of planning it. Like yeah, that. but we do have these wonderful double page spreads of the graphics with mm. the, you know, just opened up on the five crustaceans and these you know, amazing shots and and also really love that we've managed to get in some double page spreads of recipes as well which i think this is a lovely thing with the cheese board accompaniments and that's a lovely kind of you have this double page feature about putting a cheese board together and the bits and bobs you might have with it and then you turn the page and you have this beautiful it's almost like a painting really the shot of it yeah they are lovely very I, impressionistic yeah. i think they really help with the pace of the book mm. yeah it just i think it's really the fact that everything is not just recipe yeah, and and, I, yeah. yeah, and that's from a design point of view. I, I mean, we spoke about that from the mm. off about yeah. getting that pace right, yeah. and I think pace is so important mm. in good books. Yeah, and the danger of trying to put too much into a yeah. book where you haven't got the space to yeah. do it can end up being so detrimental to the yeah. reader. So mm. you really need to get that pace right, yeah. and those mm. double page spreads, and giving a bit of breath and air around typography and having that ability to do that is really important from an editing point of view because mm -hmm. I, you do get a lot of books where you've got the, the amount of text as the bible and you've got to fit it in 25 pages with yeah. 50 mm -hmm. pictures and and they want white space mm -hmm. and yeah. you're going, <laughs> something's got to give so it's nice mm -hmm. to have that yeah. planning up front you do a flat plan of the whole book yeah. which the publishers work with the authors and get yeah. that all together with the editors and then you start to plot your way through that that's um, what you shoot to and then what you design to and sometimes when you you start to put you get the manuscript you get the photography you get the flat plan and you start to try and bring it all together sometimes you're like this you've allowed two pages for this recipe and it's actually six pages mm. worth of text in the style that you want mm. so it is always mm. cutting and fitting and tweaking and and begging for more pages, normally from me, <laughs> and then being told to go away. Uh, yeah. I do a lot of begging. Please, can we yeah. have this finishing on the cover? And no, no, we can't afford it. And not you, I'm talking about in general. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's but, all um, that sort of yeah. slight bargaining, isn't it, really? I'm the just going to moan on this podcast. But... <laughs> <laughs> well, I knew it was going to turn into therapy sessions, so it's all fine. When we got, well, because this is 320 pages, and I think mm. we were at about 360 when we got the first layouts through. Which, you know, obviously that's quite a lot to you know, to lose. So when we did, I remember so clearly when we eventually got it down to 320, that feeling of, yes, we've actually got it down to 320. But there's probably actually nothing I'd put back. It's one of those things that, you know, all those decisions ended up being absolutely, absolutely right. Mm. Kim, what would you say is your, well, favourite, what you're most proud of with, with, the, with our book? Oh, I find it... 
so hard. I always find it really hard to distance from it. Um, and it's, I almost need to completely forget that it's my pictures yeah. to be able to answer that because I, I can't see beyond it. Um, so it always takes a wee while, yeah. actually. Oh, that's um, fair enough. Okay. I'm going to ask uh, you in a few months. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but. It's like I, an actor that never watches his films. That's yeah. what it yeah. feels like. No. <laughs> do you know do the shoot, is, I never yeah. return. But then it is really, really nice when you have had that distance and you come back to it. Yeah. And to be like, oh, yeah, actually. Absolutely. It's yeah, the same with design. Yeah. yeah. I sometimes sure. have to walk away for a bit to come back to see whether that cover that I thought was great when I was sat mm. half a metre from my screen is actually as good as I thought it was mm. after going and taking a dog for a walk. But has Quite often f- it isn't. <laughs> How did you feel when you first got this in real life, Dave? I loved it. Yeah. And I think I said to you earlier, I always kind of hold my breath when I'm looking at books mm. that arrive because, you know, in the in in that you always see something, whether it be finishing colour, a little line mm. ending you're not happy with, mm. or something that's not gone right with the mm. production, or and I haven't. Yeah. The same for this, actually. I'm normally it's the, the nerves of. The, the colour that yeah. always um, right. it's, it's come through perfectly yeah. Yeah. yeah and that production is so important yeah. you yeah. know people try to cut corners on that to save money and it isn't it's everything because all of that hard work that takes that all that long and all of that big team can be ruined by just yeah. not looking at that mm. detail at the end yeah I think that's absolutely right it is beauty Liz what about for you what are you most Pleased about, proudest of, how did you feel when you first saw it? I was absolutely thrilled when I finally got it in my hands. I think it looks gorgeous. I'm really thrilled with the production as well. We, we take our production values really seriously mm. at Hodder and the team were amazing. Um, I'm, I'm proud of the whole book, obviously. I'm really proud of the Herculean effort by everybody. Mm. This is not, you know, we don't normally shoot our cookbooks seasonally. You know, that was a challenge as we've mm. talked about. It's a treat as well. It's actually. a treat yeah. and a... Yeah, you know, it's and it's an, nice and it, to come back to have had a bit of headspace. Yes, I think yes. when a book's kind of because sometimes true. a book will be shot in ten days mm. over two weeks. Yep, and often it's yeah, <laughs> and yeah. there's something quite nice about diving in mm. to that. But you don't have any time to reassess or mm. kind of with this. It's kind of nice to have the grouping of days that yeah. we had mm. over over time. Yeah. Uh, because we did the first shoot, I think I said, we did the first shoot exactly a year ago, so the end of October, mm. and then we did our next shoot days in March. But it felt like, we, is that right, March, I think? Sounds about Sounds right, about yeah. right. And it felt like when we came back together, we'd really hit, hit our, yeah, we, knew, we knew then, obviously, what we were doing, because we'd already done three days. But on those that first tranche of shoot, I, and you were there, Dave, weren't you, for those first couple of yeah. days? the food shoot, yeah. Yeah, mm. I really felt so excited about what might happen because it felt like everyone got the direction we were headed towards and the the slightly epic scale we wanted to achieve mm. with some things and you want it to be home food but you also want to you know, do something which is just going to be really beautiful and sh- showcase the produce as well as the finished dish and and not have everything i'm slightly sick of cookbooks which are just recipe photo as a whole page recipe photo and like the whole book is just one side is recipe and the other side is just the whole whole thing of mm. you know, a whole page of food and 
we did something which is so much more exciting than that. Mm-hmm. But it really felt, even on you know, that first day, that everyone had kind of got had got it. Yeah. I'm proud that we've managed to get all of the traders' stories in there so, yes. so brilliantly. Yeah. Um, and the flow of the book is so lovely, as we've talked about. And it just feels like a really fantastic, you know, physical embodiment of, of, of Borough Market and, and, and everything that it strives to do. Yeah. I think it's wonderful. And I think the market are very, very proud of it. I was um, going to ask you if it's mm. if they've seen it. Oh, my goodness, they're so proud to have it. Well, you'll see tonight um, when we're all there raising a glass to each other and to the book mm. and to the market, they are really, really, really happy with it Brilliant. and very, very proud of it. And you know, obviously everyone worked you know, very hard to get together. Um, I don't think they could be more pleased Brilliant. with it. Wow. Because there was a direction away from this, and I don't know whether you want to talk about this, but the, with the other books that are brilliant, but there was there was a there was a considered direction away from it being um, in the corporate area of Borough Market's brand. Yeah. So from a look and feel point of view, that was part of the brief, where you wanted it to be a little bit more uh, unique and still Borough Market. So yeah. there was still a challenge from a design point of view to keep one toe in that brand yeah. and that mm-hmm. wonderful brand, but branch out a bit with um, colour palette and yeah. look and mm. feel so it mm. did feel so much as a corporate yeah. mm. market book mm. but a book about the traders and the kind of atmosphere yeah. of the market. Mm. I think that's exactly it and I think that was very open spirited really at the market to do that. We, Kim and I we were just saying mm. before we came on that it would have been kind of easy in a way to go yeah can you just can you do the kind of the market book again Yeah, you know, just so we can you know, sell a few more Just but it's kind of kind of the same it looks the same feels the same that would have been a really easy decision but actually well Liz you're the one to answer this was that ever really considered about doing something no different? it was always seen as a completely fresh yeah. new project it was <clears throat> it's four years <clears throat> excuse me since the first one was published so <clears throat> excuse me um, nothing's happened in four years I know, I know, I know, I know, you know exactly. It was a whole, no, it, it, the answer is no. It yeah. was always seen as a brand new project yeah. and that knowledge uh, piece was, was, was what was new yeah. and special, Yeah, bringing and, that. And certainly for me, yeah. that, that obviously felt great to be yeah. able to kind of, you know, carve something out which, yeah. which, which could be its own Absolutely. book in its own right, yeah. which we absolutely have. So I think anyone listening who's, who's still listening at the end of our cookbook therapy session um, <laughs> kind of gets the message that we're all really chuffed with it. Yeah. Um, and it's lovely to feel that uh, you know, that yeah. we are all really, really chuffed with it. Um, it was an absolute delight to work with you all. You know, I, I do, as I say, I think you. Know, it was a beast to put together, and there were certainly times on it that felt like it was a beast to put together. But what an honour and a privilege, and so much fun as well. So huge you know, thanks for everyone's you know, hard work to you guys and to everyone in the team who isn't here who we'll see later for a drink which yeah. would be really nice um, and it's really interesting to talk to not just about our book but about cookbooks generally so huge thanks to all of you for being part of this love to see you Kim oh, thank, thank you. you love to see Dave thank you love to see Liz thank thanks. you um, and thank you all very much for joining us on Borough Talks thanks for joining us today we'll be back with more Borough Talks soon A reminder that Borough Market is now open seven days a week. For those who can't make it down here, you can still enjoy the best of Borough at Borough Market online with nationwide delivery. You can head to our website for more information, subscribe to our newsletter. There are lots of recipes and features on the Borough Market traders.